0: Welcome back to Eddie's Launchpads, the Dogsthorpe Infant School podcast for parents, carers, teachers and schools. Dogsthorpe Infant School is part of Hampton Academy's Trust. We want every child to dream, believe and shine. OK, Eddie, start the countdown. Five, four, three,
1: two, one.
0: welcome to all you children who are listening, welcome to all you parents who listen, and to all of our teachers and senior leaders in our schools. Thank you for joining us today. Now, I've got two guests today. You get two for the price of one today, and I've got them on the show because they've got an interesting resource for schools and maybe even for parents. Let's let's see what they've got to say for themselves. One is called Gavin. The other one is called Dilwyn. Good morning, gentlemen. Bar-a-da. Bar-a-da. It's lovely to have you with us. Welcome to the show. Could you just uh, introduce yourselves one by one and just say a little bit about what you do and what you're offering today?
1: Yeah, my name's Gavin Cass, headteacher in North Wales. Worked across the primary sector, but more recently moved into uh, working in alternative provision. win's the lucky one. He's retired
2: I was a head teacher for twenty-three years, a senior advisor for seven years. I'm probably pretty rare because I've actually taught three to eighteen, but now I'm retired. It seems a long time ago. Hoff Coffee is uh, one of the things that we're involved with, and it's it's been a, a passion of mine, coffee, for a number of years. I've always enjoyed coffee, but I never thought I could do anything with that and some of the knowledge and understanding. So the the idea we had was to support. Schools, children, other community projects, not just in North Wales, but in uh, other areas elsewhere and over the border in England. We have some areas that Gavin will talk about, Um, but certainly we both got together on this. And I know Gavin is going to talk about how it came about.
1: Dylan and I were fortunate enough to um, go on an educational visit. And I must stress, it was an educational visit to New York. And while we're in New York, we got to work with educators from Mexico, obviously the United States, um, Argentina. I'm going to miss people out now, unfortunately. But yeah, China was another big one. So we we got to link with lots and lots of educators, um, which was fascinating in itself just to talk about education in those different countries. But we became good friends with a colleague who works in Acapulco um, now, we don't speak Spanish. He didn't speak English, but with the power of technology, uh, we, we're both uh, still in touch with him on a regular basis. And it was during just before COVID, I think it was actually, he, he reached out to us to say he'd got a friend who was a coffee farmer in Acapulco. And, and would we be interested in partnering up and helping? And as Dylan said, he, he had a love for coffee. Bizarrely, I didn't drink coffee to start with. I do now, I have to say I'm on brand now. Um, So we just started conversations. We really didn't know how it would work. Um, And and Victor was really keen and he was all for sending us kind of coffee over. Um, And to be honest, we didn't really know what we would do with it and how we would go from there. So off the back of that, we made a few inquiries our end. We formed some partnerships with some great organizations um, so we have partnered with uh, Context Coffee Roasting Company based in Hereford. Um, and Katya and the team there have been amazing with us, advising us, supporting us. Um, so they're now our roasting partner. Unfortunately, we couldn't make it work with Mexico. There, were, there was problems with import and costs and things like that. So Katja was able to put us in contact with a company called This Side Up. Now, they are, and Dillwyn have more information, so if I miss bits out, Dillwyn, jump in please. Um, so they are a company based in Amsterdam who travel the world and, and source, ethically source coffee to ensuring that the farmers get a good deal. So all of our coffee is paid for over fair trade rates. And I know that's important to lots of people that buy the coffee. So we make sure that those people in our origin countries get a really good deal for the coffee. Um off the back of that, then we decided to set up as a community interest company, which basically means we're not for profit. So the two of us don't get a wage for this. Um, we, we don't take any money out of the company. Everything we've got goes back to support others. And we were really keen to do that. I think because we've mentioned briefly our background in education, similar to um, perhaps the communities you serve there. Dave, we we worked in what some people would describe as challenging areas. But actually in education, we, we, the two of us really enjoyed working in those communities and supporting those communities and, and value um, the impact we could have there. So I think a little bit of it was for the two of us to give back um, and support schools from that way.
2: When you've got a good middleman, their job really is to make sure that they spread trust along that chain. Um, so we're also very lucky to have Catcher in Context Coffee. She's very passionate about coffee and is incredibly knowledgeable. Uh, and working alongside her with her as our roaster has had huge benefits uh, for us. Not least in selecting the coffee. Uh, I think we've got ourselves a really excellent top quality uh, specialty, specialty coffee, which is what it is. It's key that we are helping farmers and roasters. Uh, to build these relationships, to make sure that they get a fair amount of money so that their farms are sustainable, you know, because that that is incredibly important for everything that we've talked about and the fact that Gavin and I have been involved with sustainability for many years. Because Indonesian coffee is probably one of the most underrated coffees in the world, so Katja tells me, we can actually trace right back to the farm that it comes from. Now, Indonesia is probably the, I think it is the largest island nation in the world. And there are three large islands, which are Sulawesi, Sumatra and Java. Our coffee comes from Sulawesi and we can trace it to a village. Now, on the supply chain, we have Adri, who is the founder and owner of Ontasoro Coffee, uh, which is a company in Indonesia that specializes in um, traceable and and transparent partnerships with coffee growers a lot of coffee growers have stopped growing coffee in Indonesia because partially because they're underrated and there are other crops that could be more valuable they also can suffer from flooding and um, a disease that affects their plants so it's, it's a big thing to do um, to decide to grow coffee co- crops there and the ones uh, that we use are in a village called Karangan. So it's Enrekang And our farmer is somebody called Yolan. Obviously, we've not met him, but we can trace it all back to his farm. And he's growing the best Arabica, which is why we have to pay top dollar for this excellent product. I think it's the fourth largest coffee nation in the world, Indonesia. I'm not sure what the other three is. I think it's Colombia, uh, Brazil. And I think, strangely, the other one's Vietnam, but I might be wrong on that but they are the fourth largest growing region. So, you know, it's been identified, it's gone down the chain and we are confident and we know that everywhere along that chain ends up in the farmers getting a fair price um, to make this a sustainable farming option for them.
1: We work with the schools and the children then and they develop their own coffee brand using our coffee and our packaging. So we do a little enterprise project uh, the, the win for the schools is that they get to keep all of the profit to use to support their school projects. Um, so some lovely examples. So Sancho, for example, have reached out to local farmers markets, the young people doing their branding there, um, and they've got a really good chain there. And um, The others, so just thinking archers, brook have been to some chamber of commerce events and their children have held a little stall. So think of all those fantastic skills that young people are learning um, right across the board. So not all of the children like doing the selling because of that kind of. Uh, social interaction can be a bit intimidating can't it doing the big sales pitch so they've got teams that work on their branding the costings all the numeracy and literacy skills that have been built into that so fantastic projects and most recently Pentra and you may have seen if you follow us on Twitter they they did an open evening to share sort of a parents evening thing and they had the little stall in the corner where they were selling their Hoff coffee so that's an option that's open to anybody what we would say is just kind of Drop us a direct message on Twitter. We'll be in touch. We can talk about um, how that could work for you. Now, we do have a logo and things, obviously, on our coffee, but we're not precious. When we're working with schools, they can ask for it in a plain bag. They can add their own, change the name, whatever they want to do, Um, and we're really keen to support schools with that. So that's the main bit of our work. Um, And the other bit that we do have, if you look on our website, we're really proud partners or sponsors, if you like, of two amazing organisations, the first of which is DEFRA, which is set up by James Anderson. So if you're not familiar with DEFRA, I would definitely seek them out. You'll see them on Instagram and Twitter. So um, James uh, went viral a couple of years ago. So he was a plumber and he went to do a repair for um, – I'm trying to think who it was. He went to do a repair for a person. They were obviously very vulnerable – uh, really struggling with the cost of living and um, james's invoice he just put zero and he didn't charge them anything amazing And then the back of that he's had um obviously lots and lots of support um he's set up as a community interest company and just looking through he's doing amazing things for communities right across the uk now not just in the northwest and it's from he does food drives donations to schools to help support so Yeah, we saw his amazing work and and basically just wanted to give a little bit back. So we have got a DEFRA edition where we've made a commitment that £2 from every sale will go straight to support James and his amazing team. Um, We then came across an organisation, a charity called 52 Lives, really similar. They are a kindness charity. um, And what 52 Lives does, exactly as it says on the tin, really, they identify anyone can nominate a person to be considered... Um, And they do a post on a Sunday for a particular person that needs something to help them. Um, And that can be from housing to furniture to uh, equipment for young mums, anything like that. Um, And they, as I say, they'll release that on a Sunday and then they'll do fundraising over the week um, to support that one particular person. So exactly the same as we do with DEFA. We have a 52 Lives edition. So if people would like to support that charity, um, yeah, again, £2 from every sale of our 52 lives goes straight over to to support the work there. We do also have a, a pay it forward link. So if people don't like coffee, uh, but they would like to support some of our charities, they, they can just click on that link and that can be from as little as a pound because um, we get times are tough and, and we can give that pound directly to, to support those in need.
0: I'm guessing you're hoping it's going to go from strength to strength the more schools are going to join you?
1: Oh, absolutely. The more, the better, Dave. The more people that um, we can get involved, the longer we can sustain, um, because obviously we've got overheads, we've got costs. um, And, and, yeah, the more people can get involved, the more we can make the commitment to to keep making the difference, hopefully. Um, The other thing I would say, maybe just jumping back a little bit, I was maybe like some of the children, I didn't fully appreciate where the coffee came from. So working with this, and, and this is something we could do with schools as well in terms of geography topics and things like that. So it's actually a cherry. So we buy our coffee as a green bean, and that was an eye opener to me when right. I first saw I thought, what have we bought? Um, so we've got this whole thing and then it's through the roasting process. And, and as Dilwyn said with our roasting partners, that process is fascinating and we've got all sorts of videos and pictures and things. So if you did have any of your young people that wanted to see that process, we've got videos of our farm in Indonesia to see it all the way through to, to when it comes in our packaging is a a fascinating journey to follow it through. And as you said as well, we've got the whole ethical bit. So we, we were keen to be organic, but the problems and the certification around being an organic. So our coffee is farmed as organic But what we didn't appreciate at the time was that costs our farmers to get a certificate and it's money that they can't afford to go through. So we can't badge as organic, but we can say, yeah, we are definitely farmed as organic because it's just an additional cost to these people that are are finding it really, really challenging. So, yeah, it's a fascinating world once you get into it.
0: If a, um, a governing body or a, a a customer base, local customer base, small in number, got in touch with you, can they still purchase coffee from you?
2: I mean, that's one of our aims of this was really to get to staff rooms. You know, staff rooms are awash with teas and coffees and you know, individual cups with their names on them and things like that. But in saying that, you know, it it's a special occasion, maybe, you know, they, they can have Use maybe on a Friday, just have the special a specialty coffee. Um, or, you know, hopefully they could be buying it on a more frequent basis and in a, you know, in in an amount that they, they know exactly how much they're getting and how much and how frequently they can fill that cafeteria up with the best stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be great if we could get so many staff rooms out there drinking coffee. That is uh, is hot coffee, you know, over a period of time. Hoff Coffee is Welsh for favoured
0: coffee. If somebody wants to, to buy a uh, buy a sample, how much would that
1: cost? People could just go to our website. So it's hoffcoffee.com, Welsh spelling of coffee, so C-O-F-F-I. Then on the website, you've got the options that I mentioned earlier. So if you wanted to support DEFA or 52 Lives, for example, it would cost you £10, knowing that £2 will go directly to support those organisations, plus your postage and packaging, um, which at the moment is £3.95. What we would say with that, if you were going to do that, you're perhaps better, as a school, for example, ordering more, because you could get five or six packs delivered for the same cost of what it would cost to deliver one pack. So if you can get a group of you together, it's more cost-effective in terms of the delivery. Um, Then there are other options, so... um, You can go for ground, whole bean, Aeropress, if you wanted cafetiere. So there's all those options on the website depending on uh, your preference really with the coffee. The other bit I would just like to add when we're talking about staff rooms, if people listening are responsible for buying coffee for the workplace, If they could make the switch, we'd be really, really grateful. Um, And that can be any workplace at all. We're not just talking about schools there. So um, big organisations, if they've got that coffee and they've got a budget for buying coffee for their teams, their staff, um, yeah, they can make the switch to us knowing that they're helping to make a difference to communities across the UK.
0: Folks, if you're listening to this podcast uh, and you didn't catch the the website address, don't worry. As always, go into the text of the podcast. You're just one click away from this wonderful website. And uh, if you have got uh, somebody who works in another business somewhere and uh, they're thinking about their coffee, or maybe you're a, a, a chair of governors, maybe you're in the senior leadership team in a school, in a secondary, in a primary, it doesn't matter. Have a think about this. Is this something for you? You're just one click away from Hoff Coffee. Join Captain Dave and his co-pilot Eddie Edster, the well-being dog, on another launchpad soon. Until then, always remember to be kind, be respectful, and most of all, dream, believe, and shine.